This is the Doctor Who podcast, and you are most welcome. Welcome to a little special episode of the Doctor Who podcast where we're bringing out in response to some very exciting news that's occurred in the world of Doctor Who recently and I've got James here with me to share it. Hello James. Hello Trevor. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember being this excited about a piece of Doctor Who news probably since as far back as 2003 or 4 whenever it was announced that the show is going to be you know coming back to our screens yeah well I, I suppose that was a gift for anyone coming to Doctor Who but uh, certainly this news is exciting for any classic series fans um, probably most of our listeners already know that they have discovered two missing episodes one from the William Hartnell era and one from the, the Patrick Troughton era. Yeah, and unfortunately it isn't Power of the Daleks or Evil of the Daleks or Episode 4 of the Tenth Planet, but looking at this story as positively as I genuinely feel, um, we've got Episode 3 of Galaxy 4 and Episode 2 of The Underwater Menace returned to the BBC archives after, well, 50 years nearly. Mm, very exciting, certainly in the case of the missing Hartnell episode, uh, Galaxy 4, because it's mm. the first full episode we've got of this story now. The the only things that have survived are clips from this story, uh, certain bits that were cut due to uh, censorship issues. They're the mm. only bits that survive, but it, it's absolutely thrilling to have a, a full episode. I'm much more familiar with Galaxy 4 than I am with The Untold to Menace. And I, I don't know why, but I've actually got quite a vivid memory of when I first read the Target novelization, and I really, really liked it. Um, I, I th obviously, you don't have the problems um, that you get on television when something isn't realised really, really brilliantly, like a futuristic alien planet. But I, um, I, I knew about this story. I, I obviously remember the Chumblies and the Dravins, which got a mention in the Pandorica Opens, I seem to remember, a couple mm. of years ago. Mm. They want to help. We were told your friend is in danger. Is, is that a real talking? Yes. Hmm? Well, answer him. Oh, yes, you were told correctly. Doctor, uh, they're not deaf. Oh, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. I, I thought you couldn't hear. We are not deaf, you know. Uh, Perhaps you will both come inside. Uh, yes, it does occur to me that uh, if we do that, we uh, might be trapped. Doctor, hmm? if the Rills wanted to harm us, the Chumbly could shoot us. Uh, yes, indeed. Of course, child. Yes, it's quite true. Quite true. Yes, well, lead the way. Uh, uh, lead the way. <laughs> As it happens, I'd like to take a look round. Uh, uh, what's this fellow doing? Going to repair the damage you have done. Yes, yes, better. <laughs> mm. Tell me, what do these bills look like? Hmm? Won't show themselves, Doctor. Who? Why ever not? Mm. Your goddaughter appearance would not be pleasant to you. Oh, what nonsense. We are not children, you know. It is best you do not see us. Very well, carry on. I remember uh, listening to the audio for it, and I, I'm sure I've seen one of the uh, reconstructions of this story using the uh, photographs and the existing audio, because all the audios exist for all the stories, but and there, there were many photographs taken um, of the stories, but um, the, the actual videos themselves 
we're now at 106 episodes that uh, are now missing down from 108, which is a, a small chip in the block, but you know we're slowly getting there. I think it's absolutely brilliant, and it's certainly not a piece of news that I expected to bring listeners on the Doctor Who podcast. I have to say, uh, the, the, the way, especially no, the way this no. this news broke yesterday, really, there were, there were rumours flying around all day that there was going to be some kind of exciting announcements at the uh, event at the BFI, and uh, even as much towards the late afternoon people were circulating episode titles so i'm not entirely certain how it got out but the the actual quality of the tapes that they've discovered um it, it's not bad i mean as you'd expect there are going to be problems with anything uh, this old and uh, specifically looking at galaxy 4 there is a, a tramline scratch throughout the whole of the episode and uh, that apparently was brought about by someone playing a tape in their projector which they hadn't maintained properly but they seem to think they can remove that it's going to take quite a lot of um, oh, okay. effort to do so but they are going to be able to remove it what they've described as a slightly harder challenge is that they're missing 27 seconds of action completely as well as the closing credits. And apparently it's a few shots of one line of dialogue from a character called Major. And I probably pronounced that wrong, M-A-A-G-A. But they seem to think that through the use of the soundtrack you mentioned, Trevor, and some very, very clever technical restoration methods, that by the time we get to sit on DVD... We won't even know that they had difficulties or, or problems, right. such as the magic of the restoration team. Well, you can check out some very short clips from both the Galaxy 4 episode and the Underwater Menace episode online, and, and I would strongly suggest to anyone who has an interest to, to check them out. I did notice when I watched the Underwater Menace clip that there is it, it does suffer from a few mm. scratches, even just in the uh, one-minute clip they've got going there. So it will be interesting to see what sort of challenges that presents for the restoration team. The Underwater Menace seems to be uh, in, in slightly better condition. I mean, they're only missing, I think, a total of two seconds of, of dialogue, but apparently it's it's a really difficult point <laughs> um, to get round technically, no, okay. and it's all shot on one camera. It's, um, it's something... It's a line of Jamie McCrimmon's, so that they are going to have to work around that. And actually, they're going to be doing some work with... ABC, uh, the ABC archive in Sydney, uh, they're going to be rescanning the frames at what they call in greater than HD quality. Uh, so this is a you know a worldwide project. Mm, mm. And all credit to Dan Hall, the um, head honcho over at Two Entertain, um, the company responsible for releasing the classic series DVDs. He said in an interview recently that. Um, you know, they're just not going to release it for the sake of it. You know, they're going to go to the trouble of finding the proper release vehicle for it, you know, to make sure that, you know, these episodes get presented, um, I suppose, in, in the best possible light. And they've, they've done some fantastic work in the past for, for anyone that has even a small interest in, you know, these orphaned missing episodes. Um, check out a release called Lost in Time. And that basically has every single um, orphaned episode, like if there was a four-part story, for example, and only the first episode exists, then that episode is on the Lost in Time DVD. It's a fantastic, I think it's a four-disc set with mm, all the... Uh, three or four. With all the orphaned episodes from the Hartnell and Troughton era, so it's a, you should really check that out. 
Including some of the uh, parts that were censored by ABC on the Underwater Menace episode. So they'd actually had parts of episode two already and had been presented on DVD. Mm. And now they're going to be able to reinsert them uh, into the episode itself. So, you know, hugely exciting times. But um, are you familiar with the story uh, as to how these episodes were found again, Trev? I am, but I'm I'm sure some of our listeners aren't aware. (laughs) Well, um, it, it's nothing revolutionary and it's pretty much the same thing as what's happened in the past, I think. But uh, there's a chap called Rafe Montague, who's a member of the Restoration team, does some extensive work on the DVDs and he's, he's on a life mission. I've met Rafe and uh, he cares passionately about finding not just Doctor Who, but uh, other missing BBC episodes. Dad's Army is one that springs to mind. There are still three episodes missing from the BBC archives there. And it appears that he ran into a chap called Terry Burnett, who worked for TVS many, many years ago. He was an electrician. Uh, He's also a film enthusiast and uh, a bit of a film buff. And in the mid-80s, he picked up two cans of of these tapes, these recordings, at a school fete in Marchwood near Southampton. And I think he took a look at them when he bought them, and then they stayed in his collection right up until we had this conversation with uh, with Rafe. And I think Rafe, of course, has been in this situation many, many times before and didn't expect to get anything brand new. So I think his uh, excitement levels, I can just see Rafe, uh, his excitement levels would have gone through the roof when he realised that mm. uh, we're talking about two two episodes that, uh, that that were missing. So nothing revolutionary, but it does really give hope or certainly reignite the hope in in this fan at least that there might be some more episodes out there just waiting to be found and if they're if they've been kept in a good condition and you never know sitting in a loft somewhere they might be relatively preserved in theory we might be sitting down trev in the near future or in the future at some point probably when we're in an old folks home together it has to be said <laughs> talking about how they've rediscovered power of the daleks or the evil of the daleks yeah well that's right i mean it really does give hope that there might be other collectors out there that do have more episodes. Um, certainly the BBC during the 80s and 90s pretty much exhausted every possibility with regards to, to talking to their, to their overseas uh, partners where they made sales of Doctor Who to other television stations all around the world. So they pretty much exhausted those avenues to find out whether copies were all available. And, and we'd kind of reached the point now, I think, where we thought yeah. we weren't going to find anything else. Or if we were going to find something, it was going to be in the hands of a collector. And it's just incredible that this guy who's just... I can just imagine this guy, actually. He's he's probably got rooms full of unlabeled canisters just sitting there that he hasn't touched for 30 years because he's been too busy to get Mm. to them. And suddenly someone mentions, hey, we're after this. And he goes, oh, I've got a few of them sitting in the second bedroom. Come over and have a look. So if if he's got some, then surely there's got to be others hiding somewhere. Oh, you'd really hope so, wouldn't you? And w- wouldn't it be good to get, you know, I mean, I have to admit, when, when, when I heard that these have been rediscovered, my first reaction, as I'm certain every other fan's reaction was, was, yeah, right, don't believe it. Until all of a sudden you realise that there was some, you know, official sources involved in the conversation mm. and the excitement level. I really didn't care about this prequel they've just released for the Christmas special. All I wanted to do is go and get my fix of the Chumblies <laughs> and the Fish Monsters. And uh, I, I, I wonder whether um, character options are, are, are going to commission a Chumbly or a Dravin first. We'll have to wait Ooh. and see. <laughs> I'd buy one. I'd buy one. I mean, no one Doctor Who collection will be complete now without... A colour plastic model of a chumbly. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, we, uh, we're we all very excited about this and, and we had to just share this very uh, brief special episode with you to let you, our wonderful listeners, know about this discovery. Go and check out the clips online and just, just get a taste for these stories. If you can pick up a novelization of these two or if, or if you can... Uh, get your hands on a video reconstructions that are floating around for these stories, then please check them out. One, one thing I want to mention too with the underwater menace, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to be corrected if I'm wrong because I usually am, but <laughs> now we have this episode of underwater or this extra episode of underwater menace existing. We finally have on video, I believe, um, scenes that take place in Zaroff's laboratory. But, Professor... Yes? Even supposing you succeeded, you know what will happen, don't you? You tell me, Doctor. When the water will be converted into superheated steam, the pressure will grow and crack the crust of the Earth, destroy all life, maybe even blow the planet apart. Yes, and I shall have redeemed my promise to lift Atlantis from the sea, lift it to the sky. Be magnificent. Yes. Bang! 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 Like so. Yes. Just one small question. Why do you want to blow up the world? Why? You, a scientist, ask me why? The achievement, my dear doctor. The destruction of the world. The scientist's dream of supreme power. Now, the existing episode. I believe doesn't have any scenes in his laboratory, but now we've mm. got this one and there are actually scenes in there. So we've now got stuff on videotape of, of what the set for his laboratory was like. Oh, fantastic. No, I, I wasn't, wasn't aware of that. And uh, I think it's really good. I know the existing episode that they had of the underwater menace was considered to be the weakest of the four. And, and, and so it's going to be good to have something else to appraise this story on rather than just um 20 25 minutes or so and from mm. what i understand there are some very good patrick troughton moments as well a couple of funny lines in there too and uh i mean yeah you're right trev you you can watch the reconstructions you can look at the tally snaps if if indeed they exist i don't think they existed for all of the stories you can even listen to the the soundtrack but you don't quite get the full impact of the actors' performances, and no, uh, right. I, I think if if you're suddenly seeing a brand new set as well uh, that we haven't seen on videotape before, then there's a heck of a lot to look forward to uh, when these DVDs come out, and uh, you can certainly keep on listening to the Doctor Who podcast for our thoughts on those DVDs when they get released. But for now, we we will leave you. We just wanted to come by and share this with you, and uh, we'll be back in a very few short days with our with our regular episode for the week. So. Um... Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out for these stories on DVD and, and Blu-ray, presumably. Mm, yeah, well, who knows? Um, <laughs> by, by the time these get released, there may be some brand new media altogether to watch them on. And uh... <laughs> Does that mean I've got to buy the five Doctors again? Oh, probably. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I can devote whole shelves of my collection to my copies of the five Doctors. <laughs> my word. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll finish on that note. And Trevor, can I just say, it's been a pleasure speaking to you on a weekday. Indeed. It, it's kind of strange. Pleasurable, but strange. Indeed. Talk to you very soon, eh? Bye for now. Bye. That was the Doctor Who Podcast, which you can find at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. 
If you have any feedback, please send it in to feedback at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and via the Doctor Who Podcast forums. Thank you for listening. Take care.